Oakville, Washington. Population, 723. Clouds fill the sky here daily, bringing rain on an average of 149 days a year. So when it began pouring on the morning of August 7, 1994, no one was really concerned until they realized that it wasn't raining rain. It was raining tiny blobs of gelatinous goo. Two teenagers see it first, like a falling star from outer space. Boy, that was close. Hey, come on, I want to see if I can find it. An old man finds it, touches it, and this is the shocking result. From then on, there's no stopping the blob. This is It Happened One Year, a look back at the events big and small, famed and forgotten from 1994. Hey everybody, welcome to the show! We're doing it again! We are doing it again! Here we are. Like we do every time. <laughs> we're just going to keep doing it until we're not doing it anymore. I mean, that day's going to come sooner or later. <laughs> it Happened One Year, 1994. That's the year we're doing. It's the year we're always doing. Oh, man. I'm so excited. Yeah. So we, uh, I don't have any small talk. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot has happened since it, since our last recording. I believe it became a new year. Did we record this year yet? Oh, we did. I, I don't know. Well, that's did not we? great small talk either. <laughs> no, this is bad small talk as well. <laughs> new year again. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, uh, there's nothing new going on. We're we're back inside. We're back in the quarantine. And, yeah. uh, you know, the plague continues. <laughs> everyone has COVID. Like, literally everyone we know has COVID yes. right now. Uh, yeah. I believe the last episode we recorded, which I don't know if it would have come out before this episode, because we don't have a lot in the bank, was the episode basically talking about the plague of 94 in India and then the coronavirus here, 2020, 2021, 2022. And so the new development with that is... I don't know. Everything's shutting back down and everybody has COVID. That's basically it. But we still don't have COVID. Still don't have COVID. To um, our knowledge. But listeners, if you if it hasn't come out yet, get excited. If it has already come out, you're welcome for the, the coronavirus episode because it is just... I'm sure everyone was very excited for that new episode to pop up and be like, it's twice as long as every other episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I did make it. I used to make a conscious effort to keep this show under an hour. And for the most part, that has just worked out. But that episode, I think we just, I think we got, I don't know, maudlin and then, and then pedantic where we're just naming details about, Oof. I don't know, bread we made. Yep. So, yeah, you know. I mean, that's, that's what we did. So, uh, sorry about that. Yeah. Should we start just recording like segments of what we used to write in 2020 about the coronavirus? Like <laughs> this is, and it's like, we'll put like that old timey Ken Burns music under it. Yeah, just our, us like reading and didn't leave the house again today. <laughs> Day 51. Watched another Marx Brothers movie. It was fine. Sarah fell asleep. <laughs> depressed. And that's it. That's the entry. I mean, that's pretty accurate. I'm not going to lie. Most of the entries are written that way. So Yeah. So yeah, a concern. Uh, yes. A plague we didn't talk about when it came back to the India episode yeah. is the very minor fluish 
uh, plague outbreak that took place in Washington State, 1994. And that is weirdly what we're finally going to cover here today. <laughs> you know, I really appreciate that very short amount of small talk that you let us do. And then we move right into the topic. That felt like more my style. Yeah, that seemed like enough, right? Because, yeah. I mean, we don't, again, nothing new is happening. So there's kind of yeah. nothing to talk about. And I'm trying to get like a short episode in here because the last yeah. couple episodes we've got are all going to be super long. And then we're trying to barrel towards the, the season finale here. And, I'm, and again, we're recording 100 minute episodes. It's just too much. You can tell it's building in its excitement. Oh, wait, everybody sees the finale, which I think oh, we kind of go out with a general, huh? <laughs> so that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that's accurate. But but yes, yeah, so uh, Oakville, Wisconsin. No. Nope. <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> Justin Bieber's <laughs> an American singer. Incorrect. Um, uh, Oakville, Washington, um, 1994, in August, it rained jelly blobs from the sky six times. It did. And it started on August 7th. Yep. And they weren't big. I was under the impression when I first heard this story that they were large blobs that fell out of the sky. No. But no. they say they were like the size of grains of rice. Yep. But it covered 20 square miles, which is a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and <laughs> it is completely inexplainable, inexplicable, unexplained, uh, unsolved mystery. Yep. The Oakville blobs of Washington. Yeah. So we thought this was interesting because it was the weirdest thing that we could find that happened in 1994 and still has no explanation. And like, it's just weird. Like blobs of goo fell from like they they describe them as jelly, jellyish, like yeah. squishy, squishy, I believe. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I felt that this was also right up our alley as this is essentially an unfilmed X-Files episode. Yes. So here we are. Sarah and I. We're gonna we're gonna strap on our our best Mulder and Scullies, yeah. and we're gonna try to solve this mystery because yeah. there's a lot that's been written about this, and there's no concrete like explanation for what this was, yep. but there is a lot of conspiracy stuff, and that's that's yeah. it. This is that's the show in a nutshell, right? Like yeah, it happened yeah, totally. one year, the, the X Files edition. Yeah, I mean we're basically like this is the supernatural serial uh, where we just solve. We solve un unsolved things and not murders. Right. So right. it's not so much true crime as it is true weirdness. Right. Only weirdness in the building. <laughs> That's where we are. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's a couple things connected to this that are interesting. One is people may or may not have gotten sick associated with them. Joe alluded to that before. So there's some evidence that people who came into contact with the blobs or spent a lot of time around the blobs had any range of symptoms from flu-like symptoms to like dizziness and tinnitus, which is yeah. ringing your ears and, um, or like cough it, like any number of different symptoms. And some of those symptoms uh, in some of the people existed before the blobs. So it's just, it's not clear. Right. Now, the other thing that people point to is there are a lot of pets that died. And my guess is because these blobs were a real thing like that. This isn't a myth like this really did happen. Yeah. My guess is there weren't a lot of humans that were eating the blobs. No. Where I would assume some of the pets probably were because apparently, again, they were it was covering all kinds of stuff. And it happened enough times that and it didn't give off any kind of weird odors. There doesn't seem to be any indication of that. It was just the actual texture and the volume of the of the blobs i assume some of these pets probably ate them and that's what killed some of the pets that's, but there yeah. is still no real indication of what that was but uh, some of the i guess they had had them um 
examined. Examined. So they had them examined uh, sometimes. And in some cases, they did find bacteria of some sort, which, you know, fluish type bacteria. I'm not a a bacteriologist. (laughs) And so I don't know. But like from what I read, these were things that actually carried some sort of disease, but not, you know. Not a plague, even though I've, I heard I saw this described as a plague in a couple of places. And I think it's just because it came out of nowhere and they don't know what it was. And it, it yeah. wasn't viral. It wasn't something that people were giving to each other, but it was everywhere. So people yeah. in this small town, yeah. um, a lot of people did get some sort of symptoms, maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. I did read two different accounts of scientists who had examined the goo. And one said that they they were cells with no nucleus. And the other said that they were cells with a nucleus. Right. So unclear. <laughs> a lot of the information is completely contradictory. Yeah. And uh, and on one of the cases, somebody who had uh, some of the the substance, it's still a, a while after the fact, like a year later, had yeah. frozen some of it. And they took it to get examined. And this is where the conspiracy comes in, because whoever examined it said this, that it was like, it clearly seemed like it was a matrix to deliver bacteria which is an odd thing like why why would that because then that means this is a man-made thing this wasn't something yeah so one of the theories that sprung up around this was that this was some sort of government weapon that was made and there were bombing runs or something that were done near the coast i guess oakville is near the coast in washington and that's this could be somehow connected to that the government denied it but this person who had examined these blobs the ones that they had received these blobs then disappeared from their lab. And so this becomes the real X-Files part of this show is, you know, was this a man-made thing to what end? And then why did the government steal it back or hide it if any of that is true? Yes. Yeah, I I read that article too. And uh, while it only seemed to be like one person's account of it, like it wasn't verified, I didn't see it verified by other people. That was the, the argument um, there were a couple other theories about what this could be. One, people thought maybe it was like waste goo from an airplane. Right. Um, but the FAA came out and said that they dye that blue mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, and the blobs were not blue. Um, but that was one operating theory. Another theory is that the bombing runs had been bombing the... Co- and and uh, Oakville is... I, I didn't calculate the mileage, but it's fairly close to the coast. It's like southeast of seattle and tacoma and even olympia so it's closer to the coast than all of those cities um so it's not like on the coast but it's you know yeah. uh, it, it's it's in the in the vicinity of the of the coast the, the bombing actually like threw pieces of jellyfish into the air and that they floated on the air because they were so light and then eventually fell in uh oakville now most people, at least of the articles I was reading, do not subscribe to that theory, but that sure. is one theory. Yeah. No, because again, it happened six times. And so they're yeah. like, this probably isn't it. But I did see a story that they, the city of Oakville was trying to capitalize on the bizarre notoriety they got from this event. And so they were going to have a jellyfish festival at one time yeah. and then they chose not to. And to the point that you see, they created a cocktail, the yeah. jellyfish, which is like vodka and gelatin or something. Yeah. And juice, which is just a jello shot. That's all yeah. that is. Good job, guys. So you've created jello shots. One done. Well done. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I liked the idea that they were going to try to like go for it because they had nothing else. Yeah. One yeah. of the other uh, examinations that was done of these things, though, does claim that there were white blood cells in them, 
yeah. which make them then a biological component to it, that this was yeah. then like, well, what the hell is that? So you put all these things together. Uh, there's bacteria involved, yep. also possibly white blood cells, nucleuses yep. and not nucleuses, yep. jellyfish, mm -hmm. and they rained on this town and got everybody sick. Yeah. What the hell was this? So I, I do think that I subscribe to the theory that it is a biological weapon. Ooh. I, I don't believe that the government purposefully uh, used Oakville as a testing site, mm. but because there were, they were saying there were a lot of flyovers of government helicopters and planes and da da da. And with the mysterious thing that happened with the lab, that's what I think. Yeah. I mean, again, so let's relate this back to the X-Files. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be some episodes that they like had test subjects, right? Like the Cassandra Spender stuff when yep. they like that group of people. Could that then apply to this scenario? Was that like a could like if let's say this was a controlled group, but to, I'm not sure to what end. But like, let's say that's the case. Does this relate? You would say to season six X Files. But, I mean, potentially there were. Other episodes where the government or some form would use an unsuspecting group of people as test subjects. So in season four, three or four, there was an episode where they were uh, pumping subliminal messages over the TV, like in the staticky screens. Um, not at all related to like aliens or anything, just like using a town as a test subject where they were like encouraging people to kill people and do all this crazy stuff. I think that was the end of season Three or four, I don't remember which. And then the whole like Scully getting abducted, the black oil, like it's bigger than just Cassandra Spender. Like the whole, whole like first part of the conspiracy is like the, the the government was abducting people to actually do tests on them. That's what spoiler alert, folks, um, ended up happening to Mulder's sister. She didn't get abducted by aliens. She had, she was sacrificed to the government by her father, and they did tests on her, and then she died. Well, I was just thinking, because those are like one-off things. The reason I was mentioning Cassandra Spender is because she was with that group, right? And I feel like that whole group was in on, was like, this was the test group. Like, otherwise, it's kind of like anecdotally, there were people here and there that they would mention who like something had happened to. But yeah. I don't know, remember, did the show introduce a group of people at any other point that was like, these were this test group? Well, but that wasn't as simple as them being a test group no, from I know. the government, right? That the the idea was that was actually tied in with the aliens. Like they had, that group all had they were people that had the chips in the backs of their necks, and you know the chips kind of called them to these places, and they were being murdered. Like the, it, oh. it it was a, a lot broader than that. But yes, the whole I mean that's what happened to Mulder's sister too. She just was in a different group, I guess. Yeah, I'm not really sure, but. The idea is like she was taken a number of different times, but there it was in in partnership with the aliens in, in with one group of aliens, the rebel aliens uh, in order to prepare the certain people and the human race ultimately, or parts of the human race for defending against colonization. Now we're getting really deep into this. <laughs> I'm not sure if that has anything to do. Please cut most of this. If you could. No. Um, <laughs> not a word. God damn it. What I wanted to come up with was something that happened on the X-Files that was like, you know, uh, things that fell out of the sky or something more like that. But there seems like there's a lot of episodes where they just find something and it makes mm. people sick or, you know, like that thing in the, the time in the woods where there was like all the spores or whatever, like things like that, where like that yeah. seems like a kind of a common X-Files thing. I like yeah. to combine the idea of that with also the government was involved and trying to like do something with this, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's a combination of, of yeah. types of episodes. There, there was an episode where frogs fell from the sky, which is when we were, Joe and I were watching Magnolia the other day, and I was like, well, they did this on the X-Files five years before this, so. 
<laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson's big hack. Not, not that impressed. Mm, not gonna okay. lie. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so the blobs fall out of the sky. Yes. Some people got sick. Some pets died. Yep. And then this more or less went away. Uh, there's a there was one story I was reading about this where someone had developed Meniere's disease. I think it was pronounced. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Right, and you see the idea that like that's apparently a disease that will recur over the course of your life. This isn't something that just goes away. But this yeah. person only seemed to have it for this little period of time. So that also points to something like that feels out of place. Like that this seems like you know something that could not just be something that's naturally occurring in such an odd way. Yeah. Um. Also, if this was a naturally occurring thing, why aren't there more instances of this taking place? I didn't see a lot of uh, stories of this happening in other places. So no. this does feel kind of like a one-off. I mean, it's possible. Like, Tunguska only took place once. There's only things, mm-hmm. there's things that really happened, like, that we don't yeah. know what the hell that was. You know, Steve Irwin got killed by that stingray. That doesn't happen too often. So, like, <laughs> you know, there's outliers yeah, in things society, happen. But the blobs falling out of the sky does seem pretty rare. Yeah. So. You do have to wonder if, if it was a government like chosen test site if they were surprised by the press that it got right like these people like embraced it and the, the, because the other thing that was interesting is the women who i think lived on a farm i think she was either related to or she was the woman with all the cats that died yeah yeah she said that if she hadn't like interacted with it or gotten close to it she, she almost would have thought it was water because it was so like at first glance, you almost didn't notice it because they, they were so small. Yeah. It was once you like got up close to it that like, so you almost wonder if it was like uh, an experiment they were trying to run in a smaller place and like the the distributor malfunctioned and it went or or they kept, tra- I don't know, you have to wonder if something just went a little wonky yeah, and yeah. it got bigger or there was more of it than they expected it to be. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing is that it didn't stick around like this. Yeah. This this would fall, but it wouldn't like it wasn't like then it was just there forever and you had to shovel it up like it more or less seems to have dissolved and then happened over a period of time. But it was still like, you know, was this intended to be something they were trying to do out in the woods or somewhere where there was no population for whatever reason? And then, you know, this is how this ran across. But the fact that it kept happening in this town for this period of time, yeah, you know, points to either this was a controlled test or it was some fluky anomaly with some sort of weather that was taking place there. But why did it only take place for these six times in 1994 and apparently never since and apparently never anywhere else? No. So no. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I feel like the government, for some reason, was trying to uh, concoct a biological weapon to give everybody the flu. Yeah. So coming back. Is the coronavirus related to the Oakville blobs of 1994? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to. Yes. yes Let's go is. there. Yes. 100 percent. Take. We've solved the uh, coronavirus. Where did it come from? Who started it? <laughs> Obviously, it was some sort of Washington government conspiracy that got Made completely out of hand. Joe Biden did it. <laughs> did we drop blobs on Wuhan? The Wuhan blobs. Maybe we did. Maybe, Maybe we, did. we did. Who Maybe knows? this was the plan all along. And we thought from Oakville, it didn't spread. It stayed in Oakville. This wouldn't become a plague that went everywhere. We were just trying, I don't know, to for some reason take revenge on China. And yeah. I don't know, just we're going to make some people in Wuhan sick. And then it got completely out of hand. Completely out of hand. Yeah. yeah. We really we really screwed the pooch on that one, I'd say. We sure did. I mean, I think literally that's how I always thought the coronavirus started. <laughs> Who screwed that mongoose? <laughs> um, uh, listeners, uh, if 
if you don't hear an episode after this for a while, check on us, mm. please. There's a good chance the government is just looking for keywords that like in podcast descriptions. Yes. And it's yes. like, we have solved the coronavirus. All of a sudden, yes. this episode is going to have tons of like downloads, which for us will be like, what, 15? And <laughs> a, a bunch of them are coming from Virginia and Maryland. And yes. the next thing you know, podcast off the air. Yeah. Um, Joe already has some tense relations with China because he was uh, in, involved. In, he had a free Tibet sticker on his backpack once, I think. <laughs> well, to get that sticker when I was in college, <laughs> I had to like write to like a company or something. Or I, maybe it was maybe maybe there was an Internet site in 1999 or whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I got real into free Tibet for like a year or two uh, in my early college years. And so I had a sticker. I had I, it was for a class. I gave like a speech. And uh, for that reason, I am never going to go to China because I'm afraid that I'll go. I'm on a roll somewhere for, oh, signed up for free Tibet back in 99. And next thing you know, I'm rotting away in a jail cell because I, I, I'm pro-Lama. Can't have it. <laughs> so, yeah, I have tense relations. Uh, so. so when the Dalai Lama dies, you're going to have to pick a side, right? The China Lama or the, or the actual Lama. Yeah, I don't know exactly how that's going to work because, I mean... You know, there is this system as far as, you know, how they're, you know what? I don't want to get into the whole llama system. It's too complicated. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pull stuff out of my memory from 22 years ago to even talk about it. Look at Kundun is fine. Go look at Kundun. And it's, you made me like deeply recall X-Files episodes and conspiracy theories. And I, like what I said could be completely wrong. I mean, it's, it's a little rusty up there in the old brain. So (laughs) we haven't been watching a ton of X-Files lately. No. Yeah. No. Well, we've been caught up watching other nonsense. <laughs> Do you think that some at some point the amazing race is going to go to Oakville, Washington and Ooh. investigate the blobs? I mean, that's what we've been watching. I, I hope that there's a season where they did that and they had to like dig through piles of jelly to find yeah. the clue. Yeah. You know, and every and yeah. then and then everybody got sick. Yeah. And so yeah. they just shut it down. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know that we cleared up the Oakville blobs mystery at all. Mm. I thought we were going to have this solved by the end of this episode, and I don't know that we've got anything. I'm not sure we made you put a stake in the ground. What do you think it is? Well, I feel I find it. I'm always of the opinion that the government is not actively trying to kill us. Mm-hmm. So I'm either naive or stupid. But I don't think that that's the case. I feel like this was some sort of mishap as far as the the man-made part of it kind of makes me uncomfortable. I don't think that that's true. And because the, that evidence disappeared, that strikes me then as a very convenient story for whoever the hell wants to tell that story to be like, well, this is what I think, but oh, all the evidence is gone. So I was always more of the opinion that it must have been some sort of like fluky thing related to the ocean that like the bombing of the when they were doing bombing runs. I can't believe something would get sucked up into the clouds and then rain like this is again how they explain raining frogs, which is throughout, you know, this is uh, an idea that's existed through history. So where does this come from? It's something having to do with cyclones or typhoons that would pull frogs out of the water and then dump them on somewhere further away. So like, I guess that could be it. But like, it feels like it's like a factory runoff something by something by the water by the coast that in some way then there was like some sort of water spout pulled it up and kept dumping it on this town that's my theory but i couldn't find anything like that that just feels like something that makes sense to me because what i had always heard was the plane idea that it was waste from a plane but i didn't realize the idea that plane waste is died for some reason so that 
I don't know. They can recognize it. I don't know what yeah. the point of that is, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> to prevent this exact scenario exactly. where goo rains on a town and the FAA is like, wasn't us. Yeah, they don't. Our waste get, is blue. They don't want to get sued because they gave everybody cancer from yeah, right, dumping right. chemical waste on them. So yeah, that's but interesting. I, you know, the thing about the articles that I read, and I don't know if you found anything different, but there was nothing. Even though there is a weather component to some of these theories and obviously it, it came from the sky i didn't see a lot of meteorologists consulted <laughs> right you think they might have asked somebody who could have been like yeah obviously you know and yeah you combine these things in the air it could that could right. create a jelly a jelly substance but maybe it's just obvious there's no such thing yeah but i mean there's enough people who were interviewed at the time and i guess are still around i mean this wasn't that long ago that will attest that this was a real thing where like there was the idea that people were said it was landing on cars and they were trying to windshield wipe it away and it was just becoming a smeary jelly mess. Yeah. And so what the hell is that? Like the weird thing about this story is that it seems made up. Like it seems like a TV show. Yeah. But there's enough people who will attest to this actually happening that you're like, well, then there needs to be an explanation. This has to be a real thing, right? Yeah. So I like your, your opinion better. I think that's the more fun opinion that yeah. this was some sort of, like weapons test that went wrong and i'm just trying to absolve the government of any wrongdoing look i trust the government but also i don't trust the government so I, I would say the only thing about this that's fishy well there's a lot that's fishy but the mm. one thing that's really fishy to me is the evidence getting stolen i don't think there are enough people that verified that i don't believe it i think the you know this whole like capitalize on the notoriety of what happened like oh they can create some mystery because the evidence got stolen and we can't examine it it didn't right. get stolen no that's a lie yeah. i disagree yeah yeah that's what it feels like it feels like that's a convenient kind of excuse so yeah. um i mean if that part was true because i mean they try to present like oh whoever this person was they seemed reliable and blah 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 okay but there's nothing else to go on and we're just taking a bunch of random people's words for it uh, I've never seen that any real serious scholarship was done on this case. Like we, we looked up some stuff in a very basic sense, but yeah. I don't think there's any books written about this. This seems like it's a very casual thing. Maybe there is, maybe we'll, we'll check it out. But uh, I don't think that you would think that if it was something that dire, that it actually made people sick, that there would be a little more to it. So I yeah. think most of this is a bunch of old cranks out in the woods in Washington. And then some people who are trying to just drum up some publicity for the town or you know, to make some sort of fun X Files Z type thing. There was an episode yeah. of Unsolved Mysteries that covered this apparently back mm -hmm. contemporaneous to the time. And they also had no great solution, but they're in that Unsolved Mysteries way, they're very dramatic about it. So it's very yeah. much like, what is this? Oh, it could have happened. So, <laughs> you know, that was Wait, my Robert that Stack. That was, that was a very good Unsolved Mysteries impression. Yeah. So Oakville, Washington, 1994. So I don't know. What it is. <laughs> anyway, so that's I guess that's it. I, I like that we came up with some theories. We came up with some uh, possibilities. Yep. Um, is there anything else you want to add to the Oakville, Washington blob story? Anything? I, I realize I kept railroading us down X-Files areas because I wanted to. This, I feel, is like your area of expertise. Yeah, it, it's it's not. Uh, oh, just because I watched the X-Files. I don't. Yeah. But I could tell you what happened on on the X-Files and whether or not it was similar to this. And I would say some of it was similar and some of it was not similar you're welcome perfect um i will say i hope it happens again and here i think that'd be cool 
Oh, if they could just bury Chicago in gel, that would be hilarious. Amazing. There's nothing that would be better than waking up and there's just like a half an inch of just goo just yeah. on everything. Just covered great. in goo. The Chicago yeah. goo, goo. Chicago. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Chicago <laughs> would be on the cover. It would be the, the headline of the Tribune. Oh, for sure. Chicago? Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> yeah. Lori Lightfoot has to come out and be like anti-goo. We're not going to support this goo activity. <laughs> so, and then, you know, everybody will be mad. I don't know. They'll be, everybody will still criticize her. Like F- her. We're pro goo. I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird town. We're in a weird Isn't time it? here in Chicago. <laughs> I mean, it, someone would definitely be selling access to the goo. Oh, probably. And then like, there'd be pop-up testing sites. Are you sick from COVID or are you sick from the goo that's falling from oh, the man. sky? You know? And then there'd be like anti-maskers be like, I'm going to eat the goo. I don't give a probably delicious freedom. i need my freedoms don't tell me what what i can and can't eat that falls out of the sky <laughs> this is this is america yeah yeah all right everybody well thanks for coming on this journey we've literally we... meant to do this episode a long time this has been on the list yeah. for for yeah. uh, you know uh, back in the day i would say i thought it was very good <laughs> oh my god <laughs> well in lieu of an outro we've got that Thanks, everybody. Bye. This has been It Happened One Year. Please take a minute to rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever they allow ratings. Please follow us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all relevant social media. Thanks. To doubt it is a failure of more than the imagination. It is a failure to recognize the limits of our own stupidity.